This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And what a busy weekend it's been. What a busy Monday it's been. We're keeping Reggie Giacchini so busy. He had to do CKNW mornings earlier and then so much happened between then and now we had to invite him back. He is our Global News Washington correspondent. Reggie, thank you. My eyes are still rolling around. What? I mean... How do you keep track of how quickly things are happening with regard to U.S. politics, man? Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I wait for alarms to go off and then I turn around and look to see what the breaking news is. And here we go. So let's update our listener on what has happened since you chatted with Simi earlier today. Well, since we chatted earlier today, we had another person come out and say that they were going to drop out of the uh, the presidential race for the Democratic side, and that would be Amy Klobuchar. That follows a good number of sixth-place finishes in the early primaries and caucuses. It was kind of, uh, you know almost a guarantee that we were likely going to see her come out of the race, if not before tomorrow, at least in the immediacy following tomorrow. But here we are now with two center-of-the-road candidates uh, leaving the race, kind of you know putting all the bets into either Joe Biden or Michael Bloomberg to be the person to go after uh, uh, Bernie Sanders. So Amy Klobuchar joins Pete Buttigieg, who I watched his speech uh, yesterday evening, and it, it was interesting watching the the sort of flood of uh, adulation, admiration uh, for Pete Buttigieg for making the call when he did to step out of the race. And now Amy Klobuchar joins him. Will those two then join Joe Biden on stage for his rally for Super Tuesday? Well, all eyes are pointing to yes right now, and that's A, because there was some sleuthing done, and uh, it was found out that a private jet had been uh, you know, rented to be flown from South Bend, Indiana to Dallas, so there's an assumption that there will be a former mayor of South Bend on that jet to take part. Uh, there was also word now that Amy Klobuchar will find herself in Dallas tonight, and we're hearing that both of them are going to throw their support behind Joe Biden. This is a big moment for the Biden campaign coming off of that big win that took place uh, on Saturday in South Carolina. But what it really does is it underlines kind of the, the concern that the party has about the trajectory of the 2020 race in that they fear Bernie Sanders is gaining too much momentum. And here they are now piling all of their support behind the man they think should be able to beat him. In Joe Biden. And what happens with Michael Bloomberg in this equation? Well, I mean, this is going to be the the unknown. This is the first time Michael Bloomberg will be on the ticket during a primary or a caucus, and there are a lot of delegates up for grabs right now. So there's an opportunity here for Michael Bloomberg, who hasn't really done well in the debates. He's wishy-washy when it comes to state polls, but does well on the national level of polling. There's an opportunity for him to kind of siphon off some of that support that would typically go to Joe Biden. So it may kind of erode that opportunity Biden has. But with this kind of new push of support that will come from, you know, by, uh, from uh, Buttigieg's supporters and from Klobuchar supporters, if they choose to go that way, this could be something that, you know, lets Joe Biden look at Michael Bloomberg further down and say, I'm up here and you're still down there. What else are we seeing with regard to uh, endorsements? I saw the breaking news this morning, or was it late last night, that said that Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama, had said he is not endorsing anybody uh, at this time. And then we saw Susan Rice just uh, a few minutes ago posting on her social media that she, she endorses Joe Biden. 
Well, and I think that you're going to find that there are people from within the former administration that will probably find themselves lining up behind Joe Biden, A, because he's name recognition. He's, uh, you know, he, he's he's well liked by uh, a large portion of the different voting bases across the United States and because he's simply not Bernie Sanders. Remember, Bernie Sanders isn't even a Democrat. He's a social Democrat. He's an independent, but he's not a Democrat, but it's a two party system. So he's kind of forced to run, you know, along the middle with everyone else. And there's that fear that, oh, he's pulling people too far to the left. Well, that's simply because he's not actually a Democrat. For someone like Barack Obama, he has said that he was going to stay on the sidelines, not interfere with the primary process up front. But it would hard to be uh, it would hard to, you know, kind of forecast or foresee him not following along with Joe Biden as we get later on into this process. Right. So the expectation there is not how can you not endorse your former VP, Mr. President Obama, uh, when Barack Obama likely is just waiting until the Democratic nominee is found and then throw his support behind whomever that might be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you don't want to do something that could potentially cause some kind of turmoil yeah. or if Joe Biden finds himself struggling later on here, Barack Obama would either have to pull his support and support someone else mm. or stick with the support and it might not do anything. So you have to be very strategic as a former president uh, as to how you're going to use that leverage that you have. So it's not as simple. And I noticed that Bernie Sanders was very quick after Mayor Pete pulled out of the race to say, we welcome all of Mayor Pete's supporters to get behind us. And it was almost as though he was alluding to Mayor Pete having endorsed him without actually saying that. It was a very strategic tweet. It was strategic, and it kind of goes back to how Pete Buttigieg was giving responses on stage. Remember, uh, Bernie Sanders went after Buttigieg mm-hmm. for incorporating billionaires into his donor base, and Mike uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg would simply say, "Well, I want to be inclusive. I want all people to be involved in my party." And here, Bernie Sanders is now saying, "Well, if you want everybody involved, tell your everybody to come over to my side." You know, it's unclear whether or not any of Buttigieg's uh, supporters would go over to Sanders because he kind of pitched him as the inflexible candidate uh you know it's it's still waiting to be seen but there there's a little bit of a kind of a barb and a jab being given between all of the both current and former candidates right now it's interesting too on elizabeth warren's page i think it might even be trending that she should leave the race and it's the biden bros are all over the biden bots or bros or whatever we're calling them on social media well, and I mean, it's hard to think that, you know, if, if this were flipped around right now and Bernie Sanders was in Elizabeth Warren's position, there would be this growing call for Bernie Sanders to drop out and let Elizabeth Warren run free uh, to have kind of the, 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 the road to herself while she's running. You know, I think that she still believes that she is a different candidate than Bernie Sanders. She's been more transparent. She says that he is a little bit more opaque when it comes to his policy and that she should simply be the nominee over him. Uh, you know, she hasn't been able to pick up most of the support and ideologically they are the same when it comes to how they want this country run. It's just he planted those seeds. She's kind of running with them. He has that grassroots that she simply doesn't have. Will she drop out? I guess we'll have to see after Super Tuesday uh, depending on what her percentage and support looks like in those big states that she's trying to go after. Can you tell us in like 45 seconds what to expect on Super Tuesday? I think that we should expect to see big numbers for Bernie Sanders in the big states like Texas and California, where there are upwards of 600 delegates. I think that Joe Biden is going to do well in places like Oklahoma, Tennessee and Virginia that have a larger uh, area of African-American voters that will go for him. And I think it's going to be difficult for Bernie Sanders in some of the states that do have a higher proportion of African-American voters to find support there because he did so poorly in South Carolina. That could be a precursor to the uphill battle that uh, Bernie Sanders has in the weeks and months to come with the next set of primaries. Never a shortage of information. Uh, Always a pleasure to speak with you, Reggie. 
Anytime. Reggie Cicchini, Global News, Washington correspondent. You watch him on Global News, Global National. Stay tuned in and follow along on all reporting from Reggie Cicchini because he's clearly got the finger on the pulse.